live today, January 30th, Thursday. It's a beautiful night in San Diego. Uh, hopefully it's beautiful for you, uh, DJ in Atlanta. But I got my special guest, David Jones, today. We're going to be talking NBA and some, some fun stuff at the end uh, that we've been looking forward to. But uh, David, say what's up. Hey, what's going on, man? It's uh, it's gloomy in Atlanta. It, it's Georgia weather. It can't figure out whether it's cold or it's hot, but uh, you know we, we'll deal with it over here. We got a uh, looking forward to the NBA slate tomorrow. Tonight we're doing pretty good. We're hanging in there. Trey Young's on pace for ninety points at halftime, and uh, Bradley Bill's doing Bradley Bill things. So if these two guys hang on and our uh, power forwards start picking it up a little bit, we're gonna be looking good. How's your lineup doing right yeah, now? Yeah, I have uh, two Kemba Walkers, which is kind of hurting me because he's got uh, about three points in 15 minutes of the game. But it's it's early. They're playing Golden State, who's a trash can of a team. So um, I was a little worried because Tatum's back. But you know what, man? Positivity, right? That's what that's <laughs> I haven't heard that. I like that. I'll tell you what, man. People, uh, I don't know if they realize it or not, but Golden State is going to be awesome next year. They're going to have Curry and Clay obviously back, which is huge. But all these second team guys are getting so much run right now that they're mm-hmm. they're going to be pretty unstoppable again next next year. So everyone enjoy it while it lasts. But they'll be back. Yeah. Plus D'Lo Russell. I don't know if his contract's up or not. I know he's not the best defender, but he's a scorer. So maybe Steph, D'Lo, and Clay at the three. That could be a good team. So, bro, Trey has fifty three at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah to spit it out man i have zero trey young in my three lineups so thanks thanks for reminding me um so <laughs> let's dive into this slate all right we're, we're gonna be talking about the friday january 31st slate um so it's, it's the first month of 2020 it's wrapping up we got seven games on the docket um i i guess at first glance um before i pass it over to you uh i i do like the game stack um you know, lately what I've been doing is waiting for injury news. For example, like the Celtics or the 76ers, if they're missing a key player, I like to go multi multiple lineups, like three to five lineups where I go, let's say if Celtics, if Tatum's out, I was running a lot of Kemba with Brown, Kemba with Hayward, and then a Hayward and Brown. So I like to do that. And it's mm-hmm. actually been working out lately. Um, so from a stacking standpoint, I think I like the Lakers trailblazers, you know, um, it's the last game of the night. The Kobe narrative, which we're not mm-hmm. going to talk about too much. Um, so I, I think I'm going to stack that game for the most part. Uh, what, what do you see first glance, DJ? Dude, let me tell you this. First off, I love Kobe Bryant. And that it, he was like my favorite player growing up. If you tuned into the uh, SiriusXM show on Sunday, me and Jay were in the studio, had a full NBA slate ready to go. And the uh, our show was at 3 p.m. and the news broke. And we had to basically announce it on the airwaves and it was man that was the toughest show i don't know if you got a chance to listen to it i don't know if they put it on on demand i hope they didn't honestly but that was that was a a tough thing to do tell me when i'm 16 that i'm going to be announcing kobe bryant's uh untimely passing on national radio and i'll tell you you're a liar but that's the saddest story imaginable um i love kobe and uh, the the narrative is real with the lakers um I, I, there's no way I'm not playing LeBron James. I mean, we'll get to that game. It's going to be what we have seven games to go through and it's going to be the last one, but I, I'm locking in James, but uh, yeah, that that's it. Javi, what else? Where are we at next? Toronto, no, Detroit. no, I, I, I mean, I agree. Let's, we don't have to, I mean, we've talked about it enough. Uh, I, I took a f- 
five and a half hour flight from Florida to San Diego um, after a wedding I had. And it was, I was sick to my stomach. I was restless. I couldn't sleep. I, I, I couldn't imagine you guys breaking the news. So more power to you. I heard you guys did awesome. Um, I, I have listened to a little bit, but it's very, even then it's tough to listen to. So mm. um, let's, let's dive right into it though. I, I agree. LeBron's going to be the top player of the slate for me. Um, I know Giannis, we got to follow the injury news because he's questionable. So um, how I do it for you new NBA DFSers is that if it's probable, it's like 90, 95% chance they're playing. If it's questionable, you're, you're looking at a 50, 50 chance of them playing. Um, and then if they're doubtful, a 95% chance that they don't play. So um, right now Giannis is looking like 50, 50. And if he's out, um, you know, just looking at, at FanDuel at first glance, uh, Chris Middleton against Denver. I know Denver's better defensively, uh, but he's going to be a lock for me yeah. um, and, and Bledsoe. So. Yeah, and Denver's going to be coming off a of back-to-back, too. They're they're going to play. They're either playing now or later tonight, so that helps a little bit. And Milwaukee's just good. I mean, you they Giannis is a fantastic player. He might win MVP again, but they can beat you without Giannis, no problem. So uh, I think the game's close no matter what, and... Um, yeah, if Giannis were to miss, you're definitely looking at Bledsoe going up uh, Jamal Murray-less defense. Uh, and then, of course, you're going to look at Middleton. So I- mm-hmm. I'm with you there, Javi. Yeah, so let's uh, let's go by the games. Let's just go through our, our favorite plays and who we're probably going to target. I know it's early. We you know we usually don't lock in our lineups until about 10 minutes before lock. But just at first glance, um, just looking at everything, um, the first game we're going to talk about is the Raptors and Pistons. So Raptors are coming off. Uh, the second night of a back-to-back, uh, mm-hmm. the Pistons, they're fresh as they can be, I guess. Uh, they're they're just a dumpster fire of a team this year. That, you know, there's talks about Drummond being traded. Uh, just at first glance, I mean, is there any plays that stick out to you from this game? Yeah, so Raptors coming off the back-to-back. The plays that are going to stick out, it's going to be Serge Ibaka for sure, down at 5,700 on FanDuel. They're missing Mark Gasol right now. He's got a hamstring injury. He's not playing Thursday. We have to make sure he's not playing Friday. But if he's out Friday, then I'm definitely going to be locking in Ibaka, who is too cheap against the 28th worst uh, defense against the power forward. And if Gasol's out again, I'm going to look over at Chris Butcher. He uh, He's getting his job done tonight. He's cheap. Um, it all depends on what other value we can find. But with no Gasol and no Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, he's an option at 4,300. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over here at the guard position, Derek Rose has been getting it done, but his price is just getting up there. I mean, look, even if he gets you 35, 40, it's really not the best value anymore. So I'm starting to come off him until he shrinks down to in the 6K range. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry is a in a good match against Detroit, so I'll look at that, but I want to see how many minutes he finishes with tonight. I expected a blowout with the Cavs, but it's not really there yet. But uh, he's decent, but the, the only real lock play I have here is Serge Ibaka, um, and that's about it. What do you think, Javi? Yeah, for, for me, it's, uh, as I was talking about, with, with some of these teams, and Raptors are one of those teams, I like a starter to be out. Not really Gasol. I'm talking about one of the high usage guys, which is Van Vliet, Lowry, or Siakam. Um, I understand they're a second night of a back back, but and they're bring, they're going to be traveling to Detroit. But I think they're going to blow out the Pistons. The Pistons are just they're just giving up, and Drummond's not even getting full run because of you know the the talks of him being traded. I guess so. For me, it's it's risky to go any of them. It's it's really a flip of the coin whether you want to go Lowry, Van Vliet, or Siakam. 
Um, but I think Serge Ibaka is the lock. I agree. He's going to be the first person I click on most of my lineups just because he's too cheap. And then uh, I don't know if it's Boucher or Boucher. Uh, yeah, that's Boucher. You're right. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Um, we'll just uh, – I don't have any official, I guess, words on how to say his name. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I I'm, I think I'm going to play the slate and, and see who else I like. I wish Drummond was out because I'm a big Christian Wood fan, even though Christian Wood went off with Drummond there. Mm-hmm. Do you like Christian Wood at all at 4,500? I loved him yesterday because of the high-scoring total in the game versus Brooklyn, and he gets the same minutes now in this part of the season with or without Drummond on the court, essentially, right? He's going to get 20 minutes either way. If Drummond's gone, he gets like, yeah, close to 25. Um, It's not that huge of a deal. Uh, but I don't like him against this Raptors team that tends to should be able to slow down the Pistons. I know they're missing Gasol, which would be a huge defensive presence, but I don't think it's the right matchup for him. Give me a, a really high scoring game and I'll play him, but not tomorrow. Okay. Well, let's let's move on to this thing. I think we attack that game. Serge Ibaka, he's our poor play. Um, Mavericks and Rockets. Here's the million dollar question. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with James Harden? Huh? He is in the coldest streak of his career. The guy can't do anything um, scoring-wise. He can't do anything daily fantasy-wise. Like The guy is just struggling, and he's just struggling with his shot. He's shooting like under 30% from three, something ridiculous like that. And he really has only topped 50 fan duel points once in the past six games. Um, that's yeah. In the two he missed. So at 10,100, are you fading Harden against the Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, I've been I've been fading Harden for Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook, if you remember the in years past, like the past three years, if Westbrook was on the slate, you just started with Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't start like that this season, but now he is in such a groove. I played him last night at pretty low ownership. I mean, let me just read this off. 63 points, 49, 67, 69, 66, 60, 64. He's getting 60. So <laughs> go ahead and lock in Westbrook, and we're going to try and find some cheap cheap players. But he's just in the no-fade territory for me. I mean, you're going to have to pick a guy who's going to get 6x value like uh, Westbrook to, to cover him, but the 6x value isn't going to be 60. So I think you just really have to highly consider him. Yeah, no, I agree. And, I mean, just look at his minutes too, His last like his last seven games. 41 minutes, 40 minutes, 37 minutes, 34 minutes, 37, 39, 41. He's getting the minutes. He's playing mm-hmm. almost 40 minutes a game. And the thing that worries me, though, that is that Westbrook and Harden, except for I think the first game of the season, either one of them is going to one of them is going to go off. Mm-hmm. This could be the game that Harden does go off. Um, he's playing against a middle of the pack, uh, 16th ranked defense in the Dallas Mavericks against the shooting guard. So. I mean, it's if I do two lineups, I think I'm going to have one of each. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to just hedge it that way. So uh, what are your well, thoughts? Well, it's going to be a low-owned James Harden, right? I mean, mm-hmm. no, everyone's starting to get scared of him, and his price is still at 10 k uh, So he's going to bust out of it one of these days, but something's uh, – Something's not right with him now, but I, you know, if you're, if I, I know you're going to make three or four lineups, and you definitely want to leverage and get one of those guys in it. Yep, definitely. No, I agree. Um, is there anybody from the Rocket side that you like? I mean, sorry, the Maverick side. Mm, I'm looking at him now. Man, Luke Chris is out, Stops. by the way. Confirmed. Chris stops is cheap. What'd you say? Luca Doncic is out. Okay, Confirmed. yeah. So with Luca out. 
that makes Seth Curry a play, but you want to see who's starting. So here's here's a mistake not to make is like lock in Seth and then they announce like Jalen Brunson starting. So you want to look and see who is going to be in there, and it's probably going to be a better play on DraftKings because I'm liking paying up for point guards lately. And we're going to touch on some other ones later on the slate, but Seth Curry or Brunson probably both get a bump. So you can look there. DeLon Wright is actually going to be a play too, and not just because you've got uh, Luka out. It's because you're going up against James Harden, and that's the reason I played C.J. McCollum last night, and he went for 41 is because he's going up against James Harden. He he plays, he does, doesn't play D. He just plays offense. So Dylan Wright is actually a pretty sneaky shooting guard play for me. Uh, not looking at any of these shooting forwards, or I always say that wrong, not looking <laughs> at any of these guys. Yeah. I'm the worst. Um, but uh, And then poor Zingas is so cheap against the Rockets, but he's just not getting the minutes. So that that's it. The guard's for Dallas, and uh, I'm done. Did did you see someone I'm overlooking? No, I, I did like poor Zingas's price tag, and that Doncic usage is going to be available. Um but really, it comes down to if Brunson starts. If Brunson starts, he's going to be the second guy I click after Serge Ibaka because Brunson didn't start the one game, uh, didn't start one game when Doncic was out, and he actually didn't get a minute in the game, and it burned us in that DFS night. So mm. really, I want to see if Brunson starts because if he doesn't, I'm going to fade him, and I'll go with probably DeLon Wright, who's been, actually been seeing 25 plus minutes the last four games, except the last game he didn't get that much, but. He's been doing well. So we'll have to see who's starting, and that's our recommendation. And, you know, you can find this out on, on windailysports.com, and we'll be on the Discord channel announcing that. But that's that's going to be our, our play. So Hey, let me jump in real quick, Javi. I'm looking at when Brunson got over 30 minutes this season, and the last time he got over 30 minutes, 34 minutes, got 40 points, 24 minutes, 29, 31, 31. 32 minutes, 35, 34 minutes, 34. So if he's starting and confirmed getting minutes, I think it's a great play. Of course. Yeah, he's a lock. He, he'll be clicked on there. And I actually might do Brunson and Wright together. I mean, I know it's risky, but Brunson at 3,600, he's basically minimal sal- minimum salary. And then DeLon Wright is 4,400. And he he should smash value and get 30, I think, with, uh, with Doncic out. So You uh, could stack that game pretty easy. For sure, 100%. So... Westbrook and Harden are, are both good plays, but we prefer Westbrook because he's hot right now. And then see who's starting. If Brunson starts, he's a lock at min, min price on FanDuel. Um, if not, you can go a pivot to DeLon Wright. You can even do DeLon Wright with Brunson. Anything else you want to add? Nope, that's it. Yep, so now we'll go to the next game. We got the Bulls and the Nets. Kyrie Irving burned me big time yesterday. He had a smack matchup. He destroyed Detroit. The game before, but he couldn't do it this this past time. And you know, I have some sources. Uh, I'm not going to give them away, of course, because uh, it's not a source anymore, right? I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> I have some people that that actually watched the game closely, and I talked to after, and Kyrie actually looked like he didn't want to play. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's a sign of that he's unhappy or, or what. But um, do you like Kyrie against the Chicago Bulls, who are top? five defense against the point guard bro i think he was just like sad like just because of everything that's been going on but i mean he, he was he was close with my boy kobe so i don't know but i i shouldn't speculate on that he's a fantastic player and i mean it's just a terrible situation but i'm off Kyrie just because i don't play point guards against chicago 
Um, Sato, he looks like he's going to play to me. He's probable Friday. Chris Dunn's got a quadricep. He's not playing the point guard position, but he looks probable. I don't target the uh, the Bulls um, against guards. They're number one in the league against them. Uh, so if I'm not going to play him and I want to play another game because or another player from this game because Brooklyn games are typically high scoring, but Brooklyn really should work Chicago here. I mean, do you think this is going to be a close game, Hobby? Uh, I don't. Uh, Chicago surprisingly they don't get blown out uh, blown out as much as they have this season. Yeah, uh, I, I think it'll be closer. Uh, I'm actually thinking of a full fade on this game. There's no one I really like. The only person maybe is. Uh, Levine, who's priced down, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, Brooklyn allows a lot of points, especially to the guards. So the only one I'm really targeting is Levine, and I'm I'm okay with full fading this game too. Yeah, I'm okay with Levine for sure. This guy gets 40 minutes a game. Uh, he's it's that's a ton. That's basically the whole game. Um, if one of these Chicago guards was out, I, I look at one of them against Kyrie Irving defense, but, uh, they're not. And I'm kind of with you for, uh, for fading this game for the most part, because both of these teams also have a lot of question marks. Like you don't know who's going to get full run. They give all their guys run. So it's, it's mm-hmm. something that you can avoid and find another play at in DFS, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, and I don't like to play Jared. I mean, Jared Allen's in a, in a good spot, but I don't like to play Jared Allen unless DeAndre Jordan's out. He usually just averages about 25 minutes if Jordan is in. So I'm, I'm on fading him as well. So well, uh, play him two more if there's a big threat on the opposing team. So if you're going to get someone like, you know, Drummond or Carl Anthony Towns, then he's going to get more run. But if it's a, you know, a smaller front court, like what Chicago Luke Cornette is, with them, is, they don't uh, need is a big guy. <laughs> what? Luke Cornette from, uh, from the bulls. He's not a big guy. You don't think he'll get 40 minutes against him. <laughs> yeah, he, he might get some time, but he's going to have some trouble, I think. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, we can move on to the next game. So um, we got the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Um, I guess you want to kick it off? Anybody you like off the bat? Uh, I like this game, high-scoring game, unless New Orleans just thumps Memphis. Um, I mean, you saw it last night with the Knicks game with, uh, with Morris getting – his panties in a bunch because one of his teammates got pushed. So he ran over there and like a big, like a big man pushed Jamor, J- Ja Morant when he wasn't looking. He's got a terrible history of just being a punk. I, I was, I was on a YouTube today, just looking at him getting in scuffles and never throwing a punch, but I digress. So <laughs> new Orleans drew holiday is hot right now. And he's 7,600 um, against Cleveland. He just put up 62 and you shouldn't point chase, but when he's 7,600, you can definitely look at drew holiday. So I mm-hmm. like him a lot. Um, I'm going to also be looking at, I'm scrolling through right now. There's gotta be someone else. So Jaron Jackson's out for Memphis. So that's going to open it up for Brandon Clark. Wouldn't you think Javi? No, it, it will be for sure. He's going to be, I'm probably going to have my, the majority of my power forward lineups be Clark and Ibaka tomorrow. Yeah. Because he's out. Yeah, that's looking good to me. And then also, I mean, Jake Jay Crowder, can we say that? He's only 4,400 going up against New Orleans. I don't think that's a terrible play, honestly. I mean, I know he's hit or miss, mm-hmm. but you've got a, uh, you know, he's he should get the minutes now with Jackson out, I would think. Let's go back and look. You tell me who you're, uh, who else you're looking at. Let me go back and see what happens when Jackson's out. Yeah, so, so someone I'm, I do like this game a lot as well. Somebody I am looking at who, I'm a big fan of this year is Dylan Brooks. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, the last four games he's seen over 28 minutes and he's hit 
over 30 FanDuel points in three of those four. Um, last game, he got 27.4, and that's because he had 27 points and two rebounds and nothing else, and he had two mm. turnovers. So uh, he's a scorer. He does get some defensive stats too, and on FanDuel, that's what we look for is defensive stats as well, um, which is why I, I love you know targeting probably Drew Holiday and Dylan Brooks together in my yep. same lineup just because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I'm a little off ball, um, even though he's got a good matchup against John Morant. Um, you know, the point guards against New Orleans actually have been smashing. Um, New Orleans is ranked bottom five in defense against the point guards. So John Morant is interesting. Uh, the thing that worries me about him is he's a little, he's priced a little higher than I want him to be, considering he, he, he gets low 30 minutes, um, high 20s. So I, I don't know. It's, it's risky. Uh, I don't hate it though. Um, I mean, did you did you find that stat, or do you want to chime in on that? Uh, I'm I'm still kind of digging on it. I'm just kind of going by looking at uh, games where the the usage goes up uh, when Jackson's out, and it's not. I mean, it's not fantastic, honestly. But at 4,400 with a, a small bump, I think he's still in play, Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. But that's a GPP play. That's not a cash play. But I, mm-hmm. I totally agree with Dylan Brooks. He's he looks great. And going up against Drew Holiday defense, that's a very good thing to target. So good call there. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, I think that's what we want to target. Brandon Ingram is only a hundred dollars more than Drew Holiday, but I don't like what I see ever since everyone's been healthy and Zion's in town. Um, I'm not on Zion until I see, you know, a, a full workload. He did get 20 minutes or 29 minutes last game against Cleveland. So mm-hmm. he's up there, but he is priced. A, I think he's priced at the correct, uh, price point right now. So I'm not, I'm not on Zion. I'm not on Derek favors. Um, I like Brandon Clark at power forward from Memphis. Yep. I like Drew holiday and Dylan Brooks. And I think that's about it. Yeah, I, I'm looking at Zion, but you're right. He's uh he he's at the right price. You know, this, Zion's gonna be so good. Like yeah. when people say that he's not gonna, I, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer he's gonna. It's gonna be the Zion League like the next 10, 15 years. So if he can if he can hold up, he's a big boy. But I think he's yeah. just gonna be fantastic. What's your Zion take? Are you uh, are you a fan? I am. I, I and just that opening game. I remember watch. I was at a sales conference last week in Austin and I was watching it with a few uh, co-workers and we're just in a maze when he scored those like 18 straight points or whatever it was. I mean, he was just on fire and that's, that was his first game ever in the NBA. I think it's just, uh, it's just going to go upwards. I, I think this year we'll be, you know, getting in shape, getting, understanding the NBA a little bit and then eventually he's just going to crush. So. I agree. Yo, what about uh, what about favors? Uh, I think he's priced too high, but I'm going to just point him out because people like to play favors. But Zion's taking his minutes, right? Yeah. So favors uh, since Zion's been back, I'm trying to pull it up and I can't. So favors um, since Zion's been back has actually he's still seeing a good chunk of minutes, and I like the matchup against Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still seeing anywhere between 20, 22 to 27 minutes since Zion's been back. And I mean, it's it's a good share of minutes for 5,600, to be honest. Um, but I think we rely more on his defensive stats, so getting blocks and whatnot. But he's not he's not scoring as much. I mean, really, since Zion's been back, he's hit 11 points and 10 rebounds, nine points, eight rebounds, 15 points, 10 rebounds, nine points, eight rebounds. Yep. So, I mean, we're not seeing the 22 and 11 that we were seeing when Zion was not there. So I'm I'm a fade on him. Yeah, and one more thing I'm going to touch on too that we skipped over is. 
it's not huge news, but DeAnthony Melton's going to be out for this game. He's doubtful. So Tyus Jones is going to get all those backup minutes, which is still probably going to be only about 20. Uh, I'm, I'm not on him, just so everyone knows. Yeah, yeah definitely. So uh, moving on to the next game, um, we got Denver and Milwaukee. So again, we mentioned earlier the Giannis news. Giannis is out. Bledsoe and Middleton are locks. Yep. Uh, I think that's it. Um, I mean, you can be cute with it and, and go, um, you know, Dante De, De Vincenzo or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> you can go his route, and then you can also play Ilyasova, who's still 3,600. So um, he's going to be your number one source of salary saver. So I think um, he's, he's a lock. He mm-hmm. has to be a lock, even, even though he's going against Denver because 3,600 is just a great price you can't avoid as a starter on Milwaukee. Yep. Um, so I, I, he's going to be a top play. And Brooke Lopez, he yep. smashes also when, when Giannis is out. So it really all matters on Giannis. If Giannis is out, give me Ersan, give me Brooke Lopez, give me Middleton, give me Bledsoe. I'll take all four. But would yep. you play all four in one lineup, though? Uh, n- no, not on a, not on a slate with seven games. If it was like a four game or something, I yeah. wouldn't have a problem with it. I'll do three though. I mean, yeah. on DraftKings, it seems to make a little more sense, but on Fandle, probably not. I think you just have to nail like the two or three that go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke Lopez had a letdown game, but he's going to be in a, a good position against Denver. Uh, I'm not worried about Nikola Jokic. He's a uh, he, I mean, he's great. He's a great player, but I'm not worried about his defense so much. Yeah. And Brooks is another one of those guys they use against a big man more than they do against a small, um, a small center, small power forwards. Uh, so I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at those four guys you said, Javi. And then over on the Denver side, I'm not, I don't think I'm really liking much of it, man. I mean, these guys are priced up higher than I want them to be. Uh, Michael Porter and Grant. Grant's price is getting too high. Michael Porter might be a play, maybe, because he's at forty eight hundred. So I, I would consider that. But other than that, I'm not looking at any of these uh, nuggets. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, that's that's all I got too. I, I mean, I agree with you on this. So we can just move on to the next game, unless you have to add anything else. No, that's probably it. I mean, I, like, I want to see how Denver finishes tonight. So what's going to be important is. You know, go back and see the final score of the game. If it was a blowout and the starters got low minutes, then they're going to be totally fine to go tomorrow. But if it was like, you know, if it turns out to be some kind of overtime game or something, which I doubt, then and they get long run, then then the backup guys are going to get more minutes. But uh, that's something we just have to monitor tomorrow. Overall, not a big game that we like. We did skip over OKC and Phoenix, Javi. Yeah, yeah we'll, t- we'll talk about that one next. They're, they're at the same time. So um, OKC and Phoenix, I guess... At first glance, for me, I'm just going to talk about two underpriced guys, um, and then you can dive into it. But I, I see Ricky Rubio at 5,500 and Kelly Oubre at uh, 6,400, and I just think, wow. You know, I understand Devin Booker's still in there, but that is too cheap, especially going against a middle-of-the-pack defense in OKC. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I get it. I definitely get it. They're Rubio's too cheap for what he does. I mean, he honestly, I mean, he's not really a triple double threat, but he's a double double threat with his assists and his points. Um, Ubre, I'm kind of wishy washy on. I, I, I like him better when somebody's out for the Suns. The mm-hmm. guy on the Suns who's just been going nuts lately is DeAndre Ayton, and his price just kind of stays the same because his ownership 
isn't going up, and that's part of the algorithm, ownership plus uh, plus production plus price. Mm-hmm. And the past two games, I mean, he's got 103 total points combined, 50 in each. So he's mm-hmm. interesting, but he's going to be going up against Steven Adams, whose defense I respect, but Steven Adams isn't getting full run. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aiton's a guy, like, if, he, if you have 8,200 left at center, then go for it. I, I would like him there. Um, but I'm looking more at the OKC side than the Sun side. Okay. So you've got SGA going up against Devin Booker defense, and that's like hard in defense. You always want to consider someone going up against Devin Booker, and SGA is kind of on another hot streak here. In three of his last five games, he's eclipsed 40 points, and at 7,700, that's good enough. Um, so that's probably my favorite play from here. Yep. And then Chris Paul, he's either on or he's off. Uh, he only got 26 minutes last game. It was kind of strange, but he usually gets around 30. He's decent, but the price is too high, and there's other point guards better, like Westbrook, obviously, or pay down for Brunson. So probably getting off him. Um, and then Gallinari seems too cheap going against Ubre. He should get over 30 minutes here in a close game. So I think he can pay that off relatively easy. Are you on any of those OKC guys? Yeah, so I like Gallinari more on DraftKings where three points, you get extra points because he's just a three-point specialist. Um, but I, I, I am on it. I like SGA. You've gotten me on the whole target the guy going against Booker's defense. So I, I like Shea Gilgus-Alexander the most from this side. Um, I just – Rubio, he just seems too cheap. And I know Chris Paul plays good defense, but he's older. He doesn't yeah. get a full run. I, I don't know. I think he's, he's going to be a good source of salary saver if you need a point guard um, you know, to pair up with Westbrook or whatnot. Um, you know, we haven't really talked about too many point guards that we like, so I think Rubio might fit the the build. So let me ask you this do you like Rubio at fifty five hundred better than Jalen Brunson at thirty six? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> yeah, I know. So Rubio gets in like these ruts and, yeah. and he goes on streaks of just not doing much, not getting minutes. Uh, and then he gets on like a hot streak and busts out for 40 or 50. But yeah. the bad games are, are – there's more bad games than there are good games. Yep. So Rubio, I, I think I I just have to accept when I miss on him because it's it's less times than he hits. So yeah. I, I'm with you. I would go Brunson if starting over Rubio. Yeah, Brun- Brunson, if he starts, he's a lock on every lineup for me. So um i'm not gonna be cute with it if i do five lineups he's gonna be in all five just because he's gonna get the run and when Doncic is out and he starts he gets 30 plus so um cool anything else you want to add on that game before we get to the last one I- i'm interested in your Aiden take yeah so deandre Aiden, um he's won me a lot of money lately because for some reason people aren't playing him but the guy's on fire uh i think because of his not his last game against Memphis, but because of the two games before against San Antonio and Indianapolis, he put up under 30. People were, I guess, were a little uh, scared off on him. Um, so I think I like it, especially at the price range. And I think we have enough salary savers with uh, potential Ilyasova, with Brunson, DeLon Wright. So if you have those three in your lineup, which I don't hate it because I can see all three of them going for 30 plus. Um, Put Aiden in there. I think he's my favorite mm-hmm. spend up at at the center position. So, um, what about you? Is he your favorite spend up, or would you go someone? We didn't really talk about Drummond, or would you go someone like a Drummond, a Joe Kitch, a Whiteside? Yo, maybe Whiteside, man, because uh, Javale <laughs> McGee's gonna miss, right? No, nah, so, he's he's probable. I think they said is he probable now? 
Uh, I don't know if I'm going to put favorite spend up on it, but I'm looking at it on paper and it's the best matchup for the price. So maybe so. Um, hmm. I, I'll touch on my favorite center at the end here once once we uh, like kind of build through one. But I, I'm I'm still undecided on him. I'm looking at Schroeder right now, too, who's been mm-hmm. going off. And so we need to touch on him because he's been exceeding salary, you know, every game for the past week or so. Going up against Devin Booker defense, too, and he's getting over 30 minutes every game now. He's got 43, 42, 34, 35, 47 the past five games at 6,000. That works every time. So are you considering Dennis Schroeder at all? Yeah, so he's getting over 30 minutes every game, even when uh, Paul does play, because he usually runs the point when Paul's out. Um, You know, he just comes in. Uh, for like Dort or Ferguson or one of those scrubs that starts for OKC and he plays basically the whole uh, rest of the game. So I, I do like it. The thing is, though, I mean, I guess he won't be getting Rubio's defense. Uh, I guess when they play, it goes Rubio, Schroeder, then Shea Gilgis. Yeah. I try not to target Rubio's defense because I think he's an underrated defender. I think now in his older age, he's been a little worse. So I, I don't mind Schroeder because he will be getting Devin Booker's defense. And Shea Gilgis will get it in the beginning, but then once Schroeder gets in, he's going to get it. So I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a good play just because he's been um, – he's hit at least over 30 points in six straight games. And at 6,000, if he hits 40, that's over value. So I like yep. it. I like it. You know what? I hate to quit drawing – to keep drawing this game out, but we probably should talk about Devin Booker too, who's also on a hot streak. So Devin Booker, under 9,000, almost got 60 last game. In his past five games, he's got almost 50 or above three times. Uh, I don't think it's a bad play if you have the salary, but with some of this shooting guard value that we're finding, I don't think you have to get there on FanDuel, on DraftKings. You might be able to make it work with one of those extra guard positions, but I think I'm going to kind of fade him and pray here. Uh, Are you going to play him on FanDuel? No, I I think – you know, I said I'd do probably I'll probably do for like five lineups tomorrow. So I'll have Harden in a, in two, and then Westbrook in the other three. So I think I think I like Shea Gilgis and Levine better than Booker. Uh, don't ask me why. I know OKC is not the best defensively, but they're middle of the pack, and I think uh, the Chicago Brooklyn game will be high scoring as well um, as the as the Memphis New Orleans because you know we've been talking about Drew Holiday as well. So. There's a few guys that I like better, and they're a little cheaper, and it allows me to pay up to maybe even get Aiden. So, yep, cool. So last game, um, let's touch on it. We discussed LeBron being our number one play. It's the Trailblazers going to LA. It's the first game since um, you know the passing of Kobe Bryant. And so, what are your thoughts on this from first glance? Besides LeBron James, it, I mean, it's going to be. Uh, I'm, there's no way I'm not playing LeBron James here. A match. I mean, it's the matchup. It's uh, it's the narrative. It's uh, LeBron James is gonna is gonna do what he needs to do here. I'm not looking at any of the centers. If Javale's in, if Javale's out, mm-hmm. I would look at Howard, but Javale looks probable because targeting Portland is a good way to go with bigs. Um, Anthony Davis. So he's good to go, right? Yep, he is listed as. Ooh, actually, no. He's listed as questionable. I thought he was probable. So he is 50-50 in my eyes. Uh, well, usually when Davis is questionable, he's questionable every game, right? He usually turns out and plays. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He's been probable lately, but since this glute injury, the last like seven games, he's been questionable every game. So yeah. Well, this last Philly game, you know what's weird? He got 38 minutes this last Philly game, but only put up 46, which is not a lot for Anthony Davis. I mean, he's risky, but I also think bigs against Portland is a good way to go, and Anthony Davis might be low-owned, especially since it's a late game and um, you can't late swap on Fandle. I think it's a really good play, but again, we have really good value at power forward, and you might not want to spend your salary there. I probably won't, but I'm not going to recommend against a healthy if Anthony Davis is getting 35 minutes against Portland. But again, I probably won't get there. So, yeah, for me, looking like, uh, I mean, Dame Lillard for sure. You definitely want to look at him. He's unstoppable right now on Portland side. I know yeah. he's expensive. Uh, he's hard, James Harden uh, price, but I mean, 59, 78, 64, 84. Two of those games were out with C.J. McCollum, but two of them were with C.J. McCollum. So, I mean, he should just go off again. And by the way, you know what? I'm playing Dame Lillard. He's fr- he's from Los Angeles. Locked, <laughs> yeah. locked in. Love Dame. If you can somehow <laughs> find a way to get Damian Lillard and Westbrook in a lineup with LeBron James, then uh, you're going to get a lot of money. That's that's yeah. my t- What do you what think? About, what about LeBron and Anthony Davis together in a lineup? Don't like to typically do that for the same reason you don't. Well, I mean, it works sometimes, but on smaller slates, I'd say for the same reason you don't want Westbrook or Harden is because you just want to you don't typically want them both. I I feel like Um, so. I mean, look, if you can figure out some way to work it, then I've got no problem with it. But we've got Serge Ibaka and Brandon Clark down here at Power Forward that are way too cheap. So I'm probably going that way. Yeah. So, uh. I, I agree with you. Um, I've been messing around with a lineup, though, um, where I have LeBron and Anthony Davis and Westbrook. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I, I love it. The The one thing I don't love is that small forward, you're going to have to pay down. But just listen to this real quick, DJ. All right. Okay. While you're talking. Russell Westbrook, Jalen Brunson, DeLon Wright, Dylan Brooks, LeBron James, empty small forward spot, put whatever you feel like, AD. Brandon Clark, and then Brooke Lopez. Even if Giannis plays, because Brooke Lopez is $5,000. <sighs> yeah, uh, I don't hate that at all. I don't <laughs> hate that at all, Javi. It doesn't have Lillard in it, who's going to be one of my top plays now. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, well, that's a, I mean, that's what we've basically been building on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I've got, Westbrook, Brunson, Wright, Brooks, mm-hmm. James, whoever you want, Abaka, Clark, Lopez mm-hmm. right now. And I've got 8400 left, so I've got money to play with. But yeah, that's a good way to go. Uh, if you go Westbrook to Lillard, you can get Jay Crowder at small forward also. And then your lineup's set with LeBron and AD. Just saying, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> you, don't want to give, you don't want to give out any lineups, Javi. We're not yeah, to, yeah, we, yeah. All right. I, oh, wait. Speaking of giving away lineups. All right, DJ. Let's get to the fun part of this podcast. What do you say, huh? I think we're yeah, done with What's new? What's been going on with you, man? I don't know. (laughs) So let's let's go into this um, this person. Let's uh, should we say names? Let's just say no one knows them. Let's just say A. All right. So A has been calling us touts and fakes and uh, been bashing one of our writers about you know some certain issues. So I just came in to help up because you know we're a family at Win Daily. And uh, I consider, you know, you like a brother and you and Jason like a brother. Uh, Jason might be the father, but, um, <laughs> you know, he, he was basically bashing us in with that, with no 
uh, relevance to or backup on Howard Touts. So I just came in and asked him to post his winnings on PGA, and he refused to answer it. And then he had a buddy come in who just kept attacking us. So really, to be the better person, we really just asked for, hey, if you're successful, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've done lately. Uh, and you're in sales. I'm in sales. What have you done for me lately, right? Mm-hmm. So really what it is, it's an attack on us, and I'm having fun with it. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know yeah. about you, DJ. Are you having fun with it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I, I tried to not get involved with these that, like so what happened? It's just a disgruntled sub. This uh Bob race car guy that we kicked out of chat a while back cuz he couldn't he was claiming that we didn't provide content on a content website. I don't know. He was just kind of dopey. But there he's like pulling up uh, old like chat posts from like 2019 and accusing us of things that didn't happen. I don't know. He's just kind of a it's just kind of a dunce, you know. Yeah. He doesn't really get it or DFS, so yeah, whatever. I mean, I responded to a couple of his little Twitter insults, but uh, I'm pretty sure I got the the better of him here. So yeah, I don't know. That, I think we all I'm probably so, done with him. Some people are trying to get free publicity just because of how successful you and I are. I, I'm currently in my massage chair right now. Uh, that's probably <laughs> worth more than what he's worth as a whole. So um, just on, on that basis, I think it just comes out to, you know, you can get publicity, but negative publicity is not really going to help you out. And we thank you for your subscribers coming over to Win Daily. So uh, you, can find, you can find us on Win Daily Sports. Um, DJ, where can they find you? Come follow me at Tenacious D Jones. I've got the brilliant yellow new Twitter. Uh, what's it called? The uh, profile pic. What, Javi, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Profile picture? Banner? Co- cover photo? Banner, yeah. yeah there you go. got the new Win Daily banner up uh, on my Twitter profile. But yeah, come give me a follow. Come talk to me in Discord. We'll help answer your questions uh, and read our articles. I'm going to do a Super Bowl showdown article. And, I, Javi, I'm going to take down that million dollars, man. I'm telling you. I'm going to at least tie for that million dollars. I got it figured okay. out. I, I like it. You know, maybe I'll, I'll be there with you, and then uh, I guess they'll accuse us of lineup sharing, right? Yeah, I guess, man. This guy's posting, like, the things that aren't lineup sharing is lineup sharing. I don't know, man. He just doesn't get it. He's, kinda, he's a little slow. Yeah, yeah. Some people are special, more special than others. But, um my cat's real intelligent, so that's exciting. Um, <laughs> just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, Let him build a lineup. Yeah, yeah. Momo. I mean, I posted on Twitter her building some lineups. So um, you can find me at Javi underscore Perlezzo. I, I will be changing my Twitter name soon. Um, I, I'm, I'm super excited. Remember, um, there's one thing I want to do before we, we head out is have positivity every day going into all the slates. Uh, be positive. Don't don't complain. You know, one quarter into an NBA slate or one quarter into an NFL slate. Be positive. Hashtag positivity is uh, is being trending right now through Discord. Um, and also, I, I wrote this in an article on Monday. I just want I, I talked about it a little bit on my podcast with Andrew Erickson. Um, you know, hug. And this is tough to say, but um, with your loved ones. Remember to end everything on a positive note. Um, with a blink of an eye, you never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, just really, really enjoy every time that you spend with family and friends. Because um, at a blink of an eye, you never know what's going to happen. So just remember that you don't want to have any, you know, doubts or regrets if something does happen. So this is all in regards to Kobe Bryant. 
and and what happened there. So enjoy the little things. Don't hold grudges. Um, enjoy every moment like if it's the last. Um, DJ, anything you want to add? Beautifully said, man. I can't top that. Cool. All right. Well, you can find us on Win Daily. Good luck tomorrow. We'll help you out on Discord with any help that you guys need. And uh, we're out. Peace out. We're out. Kobe.